Just Cheesy the Podcast, presented by Just Cheesy Productions. Hi there, I'm your host, Fondue. In this week's episode, we finish up Fun with Fondue Month with more fondue. Fondue. We're going to talk about hot dip in Italy. Nice. We're going to talk wine fondue, tomato fondue, vegan fondue, fruit and chocolate fondue, and types of fondue sets. Wow. And you know, no episode would be complete without a cheesy joke. Oh yeah, cheesy jokes. Stay tuned for Season 2, Episode 27 of Just Cheesy, the podcast. So cheesy, I bet you didn't think all the way back in season one, episode 21, that we could not only make a whole episode about fondue, but three more. I had no idea. Two episodes ago, we talked about cheese fondue. Yeah. Last week, we talked about broth and oil and all kinds of meat. Yeah, yeah. This week, we've got a few more. Wow. And Honestly, I didn't think there were this many types of fondue. Me neither, fondue. And first, we're going to go to Italy and a hot dip dish called... Oh, no. no don't I, do it. I know. Don't, I'm going to give it a it. shot anyway. Okay. It's called Bagna Cotta, huh. which means hot dip or hot gravy. Yum. It's made from garlic and anchovies. Okay. And it originated in the 16th century in Piedmont, Italy. Ooh. According to Wikipedia, this is prepared using olive oil, chopped anchovies, and garlic. Huh. It sometimes includes truffle and salt. Typically, this dip is used for vegetables. Yum. And these include cabbage, celery, Ooh. carrots, artichoke, peppers, Ooh fennel, and sometimes they even use breads. <laughs> it's served similarly to cheese fondue, where you've got a heat source, such as of a course. candle or a burner, under a small pot, in a dish, on a table, so it can be eaten communally. <laughs> According to Yummy Bazaar, we encounter another fondue, really? wine fondue, or <laughs> fondue Vignerone oh, or no. fondue Bacchus. Huh. It's very similar to broth fondue, except it only uses wine for the sauce. Whoa. They say it's the most heavily spiced of all of the fondue varieties. Oh. They use salt, black or white pepper, mm. chili, garlic, onion, Yum. coriander, cinnamon, and various other herbs. Nice. And they also say this is actually thickened occasionally with chicken broth. Mm. Both meat and vegetables are cooked in the wine, and it's often served with accompaniments of mustard or Bernays sauce. Yum. And I ran across this next one on tasteatlas.com, and this one has intrigued me the most. Really? And it seems to have the least amount about it online. Really? But there's another classic Swiss fondue called tomato fondue. Tomato? And this is native to the Valais region of Switzerland. Wow. It consists of tomato or tomato paste, hmm. white wine, garlic, butter, shallots, and grated cheeses, such as Gruyere or Emmental. Yum. And they say it's actually paired with potatoes rather than the usual bread. Yummy. And there's a more specific recipe on valet.ch. They say to heat the garlic and onion and tomatoes in a fondue pan with butter, mm -hmm. and then you add the wine. Mm. You add cheese and bring it to a boil over low heat, stirring continuously. That sounds so good. You add corn flour and kirsch. Kirsch. If you recall back in fondue part one, we learned that kirsch is a type of brandy. Oh, that's right. So you continue stirring, you boil it, you season it, and then of course you put a portion of potatoes on a plate, 
and you ladle some tomato fondue over it. <laughs> yeah. That sounds so good. Yeah, it does. Now, this is where the internet started to get a little fast and loose with their fondue. Uh -oh. There was a recipe for pizza fondue dip, <laughs> and I'm thinking that some of these are just dips in a fondue pot. Yeah. Yeah. This one called for marinara, mozzarella, parmesan, oregano, and some mini pepperonis in a fondue pot. <laughs> you heat it till it's melted, and then you use garlic bread or breadsticks to dip into this fondue. Ooh, yum. It sounds really good, but it just doesn't sound like traditional fondue. Nope. Albeit, we've found out about a lot of different types of fondue. Yeah, we have. Pizza fondue dip, not a sponsor. Nope. But if they were, their ad would go right here. Have you ever wanted to listen to the web? Yeah. Well, Newsly makes that possible. They do? They're an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. Super app. You can listen to trending articles on the web on topics that you choose and get them read to you in a natural human voice. What kind of topics? Sports, cheese? tech, business, cheese? science. Cheese? I'm sure there's even cheese. They even have an entire section for podcasts. Are we there? Of course we are. Ooh. It's one of my new favorite podcast apps. They even have digital radio. Holy cow. Just go to www.newsly.me to download it free. Whoa. Or use the link in the description. If you use the promo code CHEESY, Cheesy. that'll get you one month free premium subscription. Yay, Newsly. Now, back to the podcast. We here at Just Cheesy the Podcast are not exclusive, nope. and we don't want to leave anyone out of the fondue party. That's right. According to the edgyveg.com, there's also a vegan recipe for cheese fondue. That's awesome. This recipe is obviously dairy-free and vegan. Nice. And it says it's an easy recipe, but there are quite a few ingredients. Mm. I imagine that the most difficult part is to make the texture seem like cheese. Yeah. In this recipe, they use a combination of potato for starch, okay. rice and cashews for creaminess, okay. and tapioca starch for the stretch. Ah. It calls for olive oil, onions, garlic, bouillon, mm. water, yellow potatoes, white rice, cashews, sauerkraut water, what? nutritional yeast flakes, wine vinegar, tapioca starch, miso, sea salt, and mustard powder. Ugh. The ingredients are boiled, cooked, and then blended until smooth. Yum. And just like any other proper fondue, you use bread or potatoes or whatever else you want in your faux cheese. Yummy. It looks delicious. Yeah, it does. This next fondue isn't considered technically vegan, but it could be. Ooh. It's called fruit fondue. Ooh. Now, you puree berries in a blender or food processor. Ooh. It takes about two or three cups of fresh berries, Yum. Uh, two tablespoons of cornstarch, four tablespoons of liqueur Ooh. or water. I mean, liqueur sounds better to me. Yeah, it does. Uh, a variety of fruits like apples, pears, melons, figs, strawberries can be cut into bite-sized pieces. <laughs> and this one even says that you can use pound cake or angel food cake or even small cookies as your dippers. Oh, yum. This recipe is found on foodnetwork.com and it's just called fruit fondue. Yum. And just like the other fondues, it's served warm in a fondue pot. Of course it is. And last but certainly not least, we come to Chocolate fondue. Chocolate. Woo -woo. On the website ehow.com, in an article called The History of Chocolate Fondue, mm. we learn a little bit about the history of chocolate fondue. Okay. It seems that the origin is a little bit uncertain. Really? Credit has been given to Chef 
Conrad Elgy of New York's Chalet Swiss Restaurant. Mm. In 1952, he created oh, the Bourguignon variation of fondue, okay. where you cook beef cubes in hot oil. Right. And in 1964, they said that he subsequently developed the chocolate variation as a dessert. Nice. But credit has also been given to Madison Avenue oh. because they were marketing Toblerone Swiss chocolate in the 1950s. <laughs> but you could actually go all the way back to the Mayans. They claim credit for inventing chocolate fondue since chocolate was first served in their pots as a thick, really? dense drink over 2,500 years ago. Whoa, holy cow. I don't know that it actually matters who invented chocolate fondue, just that they did. Yeah. You need good quality milk chocolate, okay. a half a cup of cream, sure. and two tablespoons of brandy or other liqueur. Nice. You melt the chocolate in the heavy cream and brandy. And you put it in a fondue pot and serve. Mm. This is typically used with cut up fruit such as bananas or strawberries, Yum. orange wedges, mm. or cubes of angel food cake. <laughs> Did you know that there are different types of fondue pots? Really? Now, I originally thought it was the swinging 70s little <laughs> stainless steel pots that were all the rage, but apparently right? there's different types. Okay. On a website called Asian Recipe.com, they talk about nine different types of fondue makers. Whoa. One of the most common types is stainless steel. Now, that's the type that I have. Okay. I find that it gets heated pretty easily. Right. And it keeps its heat. Yeah. It's used in the traditional cheese fondue, but it's also good for chocolate. Oh. They also say it's ideally used for oil. Okay. Because it retains its heat. Now, it can be a little difficult to clean. You would probably want to hand wash it. Sure. And fondue forks can scratch the interior. Oh, no. Next, we have the cast iron fondue pot. Ooh. This one quickly heats yep. and the heat actually stays longer. Ah. Apparently, the only disadvantage to using the cast iron fondue pot is how it's clean. Sure. Obviously, hand washing is recommended, and cheese and chocolate can be very hard to remove. Uh. Another popular choice is enameled cast iron. Oh. Just like regular cast iron, heat is evenly distributed, and it actually helps to prevent hot and cold spots. Nice. The enameled cast iron helps retain the heat and it makes it a little bit easier to clean. Nice. Ceramic fondue pots are pretty popular as they can actually hold a very consistent temperature. Ooh. And these are very commonly used for cheese fondue. Yum. This website also talks a little bit about electric fondue pots. Okay. And of course, a fondue chocolate fountain. Whoa. On that note, I'm ready for a joke fondue. Okay, Cheesy. Why don't we tell vegan jokes? I don't know. Why? Because they aren't cheesy. Oh. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> yeah. Because they aren't cheesy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That was bad. It was a little bit cheesy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Just Thank Cheesy, you. the podcast, season two, episode 27. <laughs> Enjoy fun with fondue month. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And happy one year anniversary to Just Cheesy, happy the podcast. Happy anniversary. Stay cheesy, everybody.